Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Welcome everybody to Buzzing About Romance. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by podcast contributor Heather, and we are reviewing Montana Sanctuary by Josie Jade and Janie Crouch. Do you want to read the synopsis from Goodreads? I do. Sometimes the worst wounds can't be seen. Lucas Everett knows that firsthand. It's why he and his former Navy SEAL brothers created the Resting Warrior Ranch. They aren't doctors, but they can offer the healing freedom of their Montana range, and they specialize in training, service, and emotional support animals to soothe even the worst emotional scars. Usually soldiers show up at their door, but this time it's Evelyn Taylor, a soldier in a very different kind of war. She's as skittish as one of the horses, Lucas Gentles, but he's learned how to be patient with animals, and he's more than happy to be patient with his quiet beauty, too. When Evelyn's past nightmares show up in Montana, she thinks she has to run again, but Lucas isn't going to let that happen. He's protected his country against the worst type of threats, and he'll protect her, too. She's met the rancher, but now she's about to meet the seal. Okay, so this book was released February 2022. It um, tropes are heroin in danger, protector romance, damaged heroin, damaged hero, slow t- slow burn, and mm-hmm. small town. Now, this is Josie Jade's debut, but it is co-written with Janie Crouch. So it has a little bit different of a dynamic than a solo mm-hmm. debut. Um, the series name is The Resting Warrior Ranch. This is book one. There are currently four books out in the series, and it is it is in KU. The book releases wide for like a week or two, and then it drops into KU. So if you do either one, you have the option of getting it all over the board. And it is a series of standalones. The put out percentage is 59%. And I, I know some people, the point of view is big. So we've started adding that. So the mm-hmm. point of view, it is dual first person. So it goes back and forth between Lucas and Evelyn. And there are content trigger warnings of PTSD and talk of domestic abuse. Yep. I um, am an, a huge audiobook uh, fanatic and mm-hmm. I searched all over and I wasn't able to find this in audio. I don't think um, these ones are available in audio so. as of yet, but if they ever come across, we will make sure we let everybody we know. We will scoop them up, right? We will. Because I've started listening to them and that's, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's start with Evelyn. So Evelyn is on the run from her ex. Like she, when you first meet her, she is in a, in a town going by a different name and she gets a package delivered and it is a bracelet and it is a significant bracelet because it has the name that she's going by and a date on it. And it's from her ex and he's a little bit of a psycho. Major psycho. And I think what I love and a couple other romantic suspense authors do this too, is they just sort of thrust you into the book. There's Mm -hmm. no, they don't let you wait in the pool. They just, you're in, they drop you in the deep end and you get, you meet her and you really start to like who she is. You Mm -hmm. kind of get a feel for her personality And then the bracelet shows up and, um, I loved, it was like, I almost, I hate to say this, like you could feel the white hot terror that she felt Mm -hmm. like you could, 
I would say that Josie Jane and Jeannie, Jeannie, I can talk tonight. Jeannie did a really amazing job writing those emotions Mm -hmm. because the fear that she felt, you could feel it. Yeah. Like her her read was great. Yeah. And the way in which they described her reaction and the way in which they, Mm -hmm. they detail her, like she has it basically planned out where Mm -hmm. she knows that she's only going to be able to hide for so long. So like she has an escape plan in place. Like she has everything set and ready to go. And it's, you just, you feel so bad because this is a woman who wants to live her life, but she is every so often, like she has to start over again. She's has to become somebody new. She has to just continually like move. She, she isn't making friends because she's just, she's this lost soul trying to survive. Well, and I mean, I think just imagine, I mean, so she's at work when this happens. And so Mm -hmm. imagine you're at work, all of a sudden you get this package and she leaves. She doesn't mm-hmm. go back to her apartment. I don't believe yeah. she just goes right Mm-mm. to her like go bag basically. Yeah. And she's gone. So, I mean, just imagine picking up and leaving Everything. your life mm-hmm. and you're gone. Well, and it, it details like how many times she's done this, like how many bracelets she has, like in how different the next gift is, which I don't want to tell you that because that'll be a little bit spoilery and I don't want to do that, but it's actually really dynamic in the way that like, she's always received these bracelets until she starts using her real name again. And it's like a whole other dynamic and it's really intense. Mm -hmm. So she gets in the car and she really didn't have a plan of where she was going to go. So Mm -hmm. she just ends up in this little town in Montana and she Mm -hmm. comes across Lucas and Mm -hmm. Lucas like they recognize her Lucas Uh and the town recognize that she needs Rusty Mm -hmm. Warrior Ranch yeah and I think that's part of the biggest thing I really like about this series and the way it plays out is there's this it's a really small town but they really engulf her in the the love that the town has for the people in it because they protect each other. Like this is a town that protects the people that are in it. Uh And the one thing I love about this series is at the ranch, they focus so much on the therapies, but not like your typical therapies. They do the Uh animal therapies. They do the, the meditations. They have so many different styles and they encourage it, but they don't force it. And it, I just thought the way in which this story played out and how they, they want people to heal at their own rate is really Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah, they give people the space, mm-hmm. but they also give them the tools. So she yeah. gets like her own like cabin or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it takes her a long time to trust Lucas, but her and Lucas have this like pull to mm-hmm. one each other, to each other, and mm-hmm. they both sense it. And she doesn't want that because she is so afraid of. Well, and she's been, well, that's the thing. She was so hurt and so broken by what happened to her that she has this innate fear that every guy 
he might be nice at the at the start but every guy will eventually turn and so she she does she has a hard time trusting him but he sh- continues to show up in a way that shows her like he is one of the good guys like yes he has problems yes he is still dealing with his own ptsd like he is still healing and growing and dealing with his issues and dilemmas but he is they they balance each other out and bring out their strengths and like she there's a moment where he has a flashback but Mm -hmm. she she recognizes what he needs in that moment which is really interesting too because he when he first sees her he has this intense attraction to her and is like he's kind of caught off guard by it and he doesn't understand how he has this innate ability to understand how she's feeling and like read her as well as he can because he's had that with his his um, teammates in the, in the seals, but he didn't really have that with anybody else, but she has that same innate ability to read him in a way that nobody else has, like even his teammates. And so he's kind of like flabbergasted by the fact that she, she can do the same thing for him that he can do for her. Right. And his protectiveness is, um, immediate mm-hmm. <laughs> and we love a protective hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think what drew me to this is we met this group of characters in one of Janie's um, other books. Mm-hmm. And that's what really drew me to want to try to read this mm-hmm. book. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, normally slow borns are not my jam, mm-hmm. um, but it really would not have made sense if they got together sooner like Mm-mm. the way well, this rolled was the way it needed to mm-hmm. well at 59 percent, it's not super super slow mm-hmm. um the timeline doesn't move like real fast like it moves at like a natural pace yep. mm-hmm. but it it would have felt it would have felt forced if something would have happened before that because like she has to come around to the fact that like he is this really good guy like he is there to help her like he is going to to do what he can to protect her and help her move past the things that are after her and he but he also wants her to open up and tell him like what is going on because when they first meet like he knows that she's running from something, but she mm-hmm. won't tell him anything. Like she won't tell him who she's running from or what she's running from or the situation that surrounds it. And that's part of the thing too. Like he, he wants her to open up to him and with him before they move forward with anything. Well, I also think he kind of slowed it down because he's kind of afraid too, because he's mm-hmm. never really had this either. Right. And that's scary for him because mm-hmm. like, what is he, how is that going to work out? Mm-hmm. Um, but they really like once they kind of, I don't want to say gave in, but once they both kind of really were open to their feelings and she allowed herself to really truly care about him and let mm-hmm. her know, they really built a really great friendship and bond and relationship mm-hmm. that was amazing it was and the in that though she forms a bond with all of the other 
guys at the yeah. ranch because it's this group it's this group of like six or seven like a couple of them are like off and on so it's hard to tell like I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly I think it's six or seven but they have this really good relationship and how they work things and and I think that's part of it too is it's those little outside relationships that they have too with the guys and with Lena and Grace who are two of like Lena owns the coffee shop in town yep. and Grace is one of her friends who has her like own closed off story. And, um, but that's the thing too, is Lena and Grace are these two women who there's, there's just genuine like friendship there. Yeah. And um, Lena really kind of took Evelyn under her wing mm-hmm. and like, she also recognized that this woman has been hurt in her past And she just Mm -hmm. needs like a soft place to land and a team behind her that supports her and just cares about her. Um, And yeah, so I think when things start to get super intense in this book, it was like really hard to put down. And then all of a sudden it was like everything, like there was no way you could put that book down. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like like so it, many things happened. Like there's there's a decent amount of world building with yep. this book, but it's not so much that it takes away from the story because the way in which they introduce this world is so ingrained in Evelyn and Lucas's story that it works really, really well. But you're right. Like there is that s- slow buildup and then it hits you and you're like, holy shit. Like yeah. I cannot stop reading this. And the way that things happen and some of the things that happen and the protectiveness of like all of the guys mm-hmm. at that work at the ranch, like it's, it's intense and wonderful. And I, I will say, I, I may have cried a little bit. I totally did. So first her, her ex is so psycho, like psycho. psycho. I think he might be one of the most psycho pe- people I've ever read in a book. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say like, it was written so well and it was so great, like how they tied everything together Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of detail, but it was like, I did, I did, I was scared. It was like, I was, well, and it wasn't overly, Mm -mm. so overly like elaborate that it didn't make, it wasn't unbelievable. Like it was believable, like For the sure. sadisticness to this guy, like it was fully believable. And you're like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe that would happen. But then as you're getting the story, you're like, you're just, you want to like, just hug this fictional character and give her all the love possible. And like, I mean, and hate the yeah, oh, like yeah. with the fiery pits of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, don't so worry, he gets of, what's coming to him. Yeah, he That's does. The, I'll spoil it in that sense. He gets what's coming to him. So the we kind of skipped over we all did. the guys at the resting warrior ranch. We're just um, jumping all over the place tonight. So the guys like are pretty closed off. They mm-hmm. don't they don't have a like they have that protective instincts. I just know that these guys are gonna break us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like here for it. So yeah. Well, um, and it's, it's one of those things like they all, like you don't learn really anything about any of their backgrounds aside from like little, excuse me, little snippets here and there. Like they talk about like 
who had what done, but they don't talk about the extent of things or how, but they talk about how it's like what they've went through is affecting their relationships now, because you'll meet Jude who Lena has a thing for in this book and you will hear all about it. And he kind of has a thing for her, but he, he doesn't do anything about it for a really long time. And <laughs> we have to wait for their book, but it's, it's, you get those introductions like grace has, mm-hmm has a history with Harlan. Yep. Okay. I knew it was an H, but I couldn't remember his name for a second, but so they have a history and like, there's a reason they came to this area and you learn all of these little tidbits. That's going to introduce the next books in the series. But like I said, it's not so overpowering that you're like, oh man, like, I don't care about this. Like it's important little tidbits and information that create it talks about like why this rusting warrior ranch was created and why it's important and why they do the work that they do and why honestly this was the perfect place for evelyn to accidentally end up oh like fate brought her you know it's that mm-hmm. would well, they don't have to come out and say it but they i mean they brought them together mm-hmm. um bef- before we wrap up i also want to just say the book covers are gorgeous they are they gorgeous are yes. so beautiful they have like um they're like well first of all it's this gorgeous matte cover oh it's matte i didn't know they were oh, matte i matte. love a matte cover and it has a couple on it which i think is super rare in romance mm-hmm. um but also has like the background like of what you would picture like resting warrior ranch and mm-hmm. then each couple has their like own color scheme and it's mm-hmm. oh they're super pretty. It is a really pretty cover. Mm -hmm. So pretty. So this is kind of a rhetorical question tonight, but (laughs) did you like this book? I did. I really did. I did too. I really enjoy the fact that there, this, this co-written book is shining a light on PTSD and I'm not afraid Mm -hmm. to talk about it because there's so many times like, yes, I know it's fiction, but like, that is something that's like, it's real, but you don't always get it in a positive light in a book like this. And yes, they're suffering from PTSD. Yes. Like it is debilitating for many people, but they show like you can work through it. Like you can control it. And I think that's a great thing. But I also think that it brings focus to, you know, the people that serve our country and Mm -hmm. what they, you know, after they, are done with their service what their lives might entail and for Mm -hmm. us as people to understand and kind of have a I think it allows us to have a better understanding Mm -hmm. um and be more empathetic and not pass judgment Mm -hmm. to people so who would typically like this book I think if you like um, romantic suspense, I think mm-hmm. I love the cowboy aspect. I love, love the small town. There's that close knit friend mm-hmm. group. There's that team, but there's a lot of suspense in this. Um, it, yeah, it is fairly suspense heavy in this series. And if you have trigger, I mean, if domestic violence mm-hmm. is a huge trigger for you, this is not the book for you. It's not the book for you. Mm-hmm. Um, while she talks about her experience and she's no longer living that um it 
it's a huge part of mm-hmm. why she struggles. And so I think that would be very difficult for somebody that has had, mm-hmm. had or experienced um, domestic violence to read it. Yeah. It, like this is a really good found family, like this mm-hmm. group of warrior, like the, the people, the guys that founded the resting warrior ranch, like they, they have created this family for themselves. So if, if you like a found family book, um, this would be a good one too. So would you recommend this book? I would. I never, ever hesitate to recommend anything that Janie Crouch has her name on. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah, I was actually it. really, I was really intrigued when I saw that she was co-writing with somebody who had never written before. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm totally going to like give this a try. And sometimes like a co-written book, you, it they're hit or miss. Like sometimes you can tell, but there's the stories flow so well together. The mm-hmm. writing flows, like you cannot tell who's writing what, like, honestly, like I, I was shocked that it was a co-written book because it flows so well. I 100% agree. And I, the characters are amazing. Love mm-hmm. them. And there's really good character development and character structure and the story develops well. So it's, it's, it's just very good. You should just read it. So I want to agree. <laughs> for more exclusive content, including short reviews. And if you should read it, join us on patreon.com or join us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash bookcase and coffee. And if you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, send us an email at thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will read it and then chat about it. Thank you, Heather, for joining me on this quick shot of romance. Anytime. Always happy to talk books, Ophelia. Always. (laughs) Until next time, happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.